You have tuned in to Authors Up here on ALH Broadcasting, an affiliate of the Streaming Inspirational Broadcast Network. Your hosts are authors Ruth Griffin, Andrea L. Hines, and yours truly, Victoria Henderson Poole. We love what we do, and we know it is every author's desire to get their work to a greater audience. Authors Up is a forum for authors by authors those who are already published, and those who want to be, along with other writers and playwrights. Here, we provide an opportunity for their work to be showcased as we share our own, gain tips and tools, information and insight to not only enhance the writing process, but be able to just enjoy the journey. Those who are willing to put pen to paper will usually have a story they are willing to tell and they are invited to tell it right here. And if you are not a writer yet, no worries. We want you to be a part of our listening audience. So take notes if you like, send in your questions, or just feel free to comment on the candid conversation because it's time for Authors Up. Well, good evening, everybody, and thank you for joining us. It is always a pleasure to have you here at Authors Up on a Sunday evening. We know there's so many things that you could be doing tonight, but we're glad that you decided to spend some time with us here at Authors Up because we just love having you. We love it, love it, love it. And I don't <laughs> want to take all the time because I know my co-hosts like to t- to welcome you also. So I'm going to let them do that. Uh, Victoria, you want to welcome our listeners tonight. Yes, welcome. One, welcome all. Thank you for joining in with us tonight. And how about you, Ruth? We are so glad to have everyone on tonight. And I'm just, I'm, I'm happy to be here as well. Good. I'm happy to have you here, and I'm happy to have you here, and I'm happy to have all the listeners here, and I'm just a happy, happy person. We're just happy. Absolutely. We're just happy, y'all. Yes, we are. Last week, we missed our um, doing our weekend review because we wanted to give everybody an opportunity to hear a little bit about the actors that were so gracious to participate in um, the cost of compromise. And I tell you what, November, you talk about a weekend review, but the month in review, November was really, really something. And for that to have been the first uh, uh, attempt at having a dramatic presentation on Authors Mm -hmm. Up uh, through the Authors Up Playhouse. I I was just ecstatic about that, guys. And and I was so, so happy um, for the the participation uh, of all of the the, um, 
actors that we had. And I had an opportunity to talk with Aisha a little bit um, because Mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure that she was pleased uh, with her work. I mean, it's something to have written a screenplay. It's another thing to, to really hear it, you know. And mm-hmm. and hear the response from it, and and she mm-hmm. was very happy about it, and and I was I was just happy for her, and I hope that mm-hmm. we have got um, some other playwrights out there, some other screenplay writers, some other story writers out there, some some authors that have a work that they would like to see uh, dramatized, um, and mm-hmm. uh, not traumatized, but. <laughs> yeah, there's a big difference there, yes. Yeah. yeah. I have to make sure I got that, that real clear. But we we want you to get it to us early. That's what I want to say. We want you to get it to us early because we would like to do at least two next year. We already have talked about one and have a slot for it, so... If you have uh, anything like that or you know someone who does, be sure uh, to tell them to get in touch with us at authorsup at gmail.com. Don't wait. Don't wait. Uh, Because we learned through the process that we did with Cost of Compromise that uh, there's some other things that we need to put into play. So it's going to be a a little lengthier process than it was this time. But I tell you what, we guarantee Mm -hmm. you that it will be fun. And we guarantee you that it will be an an excellent presentation. So please, please keep that in mind. And I wanted to to say one more thing about uh, about the play. <clears throat> there was something that was uh, posted in the comments, but I don't know if every if everybody caught it or not. But I just mm-hmm. want to give some kudos to Trelin Usri. The yes. last thing in Act 4 was a spoken word piece called Cost of Compromise. And Trelin wrote that piece, and we're going to give her some hand claps right now. <laughs> yes. Because that was a wonderful, wonderful piece, Trelin, and we thank you so much uh, for lending your gift to Aisha and to the Cost of Compromise. We really, really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Yes. So that's that's all I have uh, to review. Victoria, what about you? Well, this month of November, um, last month, I enjoyed the uh, Cost of Compromise tremendously. Um, even though we get our little intro, we just we got to have a little break. You know, we, we got to listen in to the play too, and it was just wonderful. And I was just grateful, 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 grateful. Last month. Um, Right before um, Thanksgiving, I you know had a little a little heart scare and everything all is well and I just I'm just full of gratitude so I have nothing to complain about nothing new to report but I just thank God for my very breath tonight so that that's my review just just being grateful. Amen. That's awesome. Good for yeah. you. What mm-hmm. about you, Ruth? Um. You know that week, you know, like right before you go on vacation, your your mind just kind of goes there before you get there. That's where I'm at, and not necessarily because I'm on vacation. I just feel like December, everyone should have December off. 
Exactly. <laughs> if it were if I was running the world, everyone should would have December off. So that that okay. that's where I am. And to be honest, you know, I, I'm just in the state of mind that you know what, nothing's going to get me down. I'm just I'm mm-hmm. relaxed and cool. You know, that's it. I like Slide that. down your yeah. vacation path. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. I like so, that. That's, and, that, and that's, that's my week. I'm going to figure out a way to uh, to put you in control of the world because I like that plan. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. I've, I've got a list of stuff I could implement. We'll start with that one, but, yeah, it would be a better plan. <laughs> and we'll after this that. year, we all deserve a rest, okay? <laughs> That's right. That's the truth. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so who do we have on tonight? Yeah. Well, tonight we have have an author who's actually been with us before, and her name is Angela D. Oliphant, and she was on when she released her her book. Well, she had released a book called The Shepherd, The Sheep, and The Sheepdog. And she's mm-hmm. coming back with us tonight because she has um, uh, uh, authored a journal called Emerging into Your Whole and Beautiful Life. Um, some of you may not know, but Angie has a, a – uh, she's host of a, an Internet radio program uh, right here on ALH, ALH Broadcasting as well called Whole and Beautiful. Um, so this this journal that she has, Emerging into Your Whole and Beautiful Life, she delves into the lives of biblical and non-biblical women to show how each woman, when faced with a particular challenge, was able to find the beauty in their circumstances and let meaningful um, things emerge from it. Angela is, at heart, a teacher. She grew up in the small town of Aiken, South Carolina, and she always had dreams that took her further than the boundaries where she physically lived. Angela has always had a love for words because through them she saw and experienced life in a whole new light. Early in her life, she realized words could transform, train, and equip, equip every person who would take the time to read and embrace them, whether through books, magazines, or even a newspaper. With this passion and thirst to help others understand the wealth found in words, she set out on a mission to teach, train, and equip all who will listen and apply words to their lives that will bring order in the midst of chaos and calm in the midst of any storm. She believes that the right words spoken at the right time in the lives of others can elevate their thinking to the place where there are no limitations or boundaries to what they want to accomplish in their lives. Through poetry, short stories, articles, and public speaking, Angela has presented opportunities that will bring a positive change to the lives of all who will listen and understand that their entire world can be transformed one one word at a time going to have her share information about her 21-day journal, Emerging Into Your Whole and Beautiful Life. But first, let's welcome Angela. Angela, thank you for being here. (laughs) Hi, everybody. How y'all doing? Welcome. We are 
so happy to have you back. Yes. I'm so glad that you were able to, to join us. Yes. Yes, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about your book um, here for a second. Um, I, I just want to say when I got your book um, as as your editor and publisher, I was just thrilled that you had <laughs> featured women who were sometimes overlooked. You know, you have, mm-hmm. you know, of course Ruth is in there and Mary's in there, but you know, you, you overlook women like Gomer and Hagar, whose lives were just, you know, maybe not what we think holy women should be, but there's a lot we can glean from them and others, you know, on the others that you highlighted. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your book to start with? Well, with the um, with the book, Entering Into Your Whole and Beautiful Life, I did, that's what I really wanted to do. I wanted to pull some women from the Bible and some women that people don't really look at that much to let them know that everybody has a story and everybody's story is important. And sometimes we look at um, the Bible or we look at different things and we see people as just being characters and not actually being people. And I wanted people to read it and to look at it and see that these are actual women who struggle with certain things that we may be even struggling with today. And even though they were in these different types of situations, they began to see their way out to emerge out of it and saw that they could be beautiful even in the midst of what was going on, that their life still had meaning because sometimes they don't get mentioned and sometimes we may not get mentioned and we think that maybe our lives are not like somebody else's, but everybody's life is important. Yes. Yes, that that is very true. And, and I think that that's the one thing, that's the other thing that struck me about the book was the relatability of it, you know, we we no longer talk about, you know, some of the things that happened back then, you know, our, our lives are different, but we all have similar experiences um, in that. And I think that that's one right. thing you really brought out when you featured each woman. Um, what inspired you to write the book? Really, I began to... Um like I said, I, I looked at everybody, and everybody has a story, and I myself was going through a lot in my own life, and things got switched up, and they got changed, and um, I had I had been married for 28 years, and then I was walking through a divorce that I didn't see coming. So I um, I began to sit and look at my own life, and... I looked at it as being whole and beautiful. I was like, there's still something meaningful with my life. There's still something um, great that can even come out of the midst of everything that's going on around me. And looking at my own self, I began to look, remember, like, different women from the Bible because I would study them anyway. So I would go back and I would look at them and I would say, okay, their life went this way, but it changed, but everything still turned out the way that God wanted it to and that my life was not over, that it still was whole and beautiful, and that um, mm. I could just walk in it and live it out and still have joy in my heart and not walk in bitterness and in sadness. So this book right here is really what's been in my heart for a while, but it was just writing it down, and I was wondering how it was going to come out. Was it going to come, like, in just a book form? But then I love journaling, 
and I love devotionals, so that's the way I began to write it, and I and I began to look at it, and I would say, okay, yeah, we can do that, and that's why I have the space in for others to write. Um, at the end of each short devotion, they can write their own story, or they can get encouragement from that woman's story and how it can encourage them, because their lives, the women in this book, encourage my life. Mm. Yeah, you said a mouthful there. That's awesome. That is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how does this tie in with your radio show? This or where do you um, see it book, going? I want it to touch like every woman that picks up this book and even if, if men pick it up and they read it too, I want them just to see, like I said in the beginning, that their lives matter and that's what I do even with the show, is I want people to know that your life matters and your journey is going to maybe look different, but your journey can still be whole and beautiful. And it's not about going to that place and reaching that destination and saying now everything is great. It is on the way to the journey, even throughout the chaos or the tragedies or the drama and the different things that may happen along the way, that your journey is still beautiful. Because even when we look at Christ and we look at what he did for us on the cross, it may not have looked good to the natural eye, but what he did is still whole and is still beautiful for us because it, it paved the way for us to be able to accept him as our Lord and our Savior. So our lives can do that for other people to let them see, hey, you're going to be okay. It's going to be all right. You can walk through this because sometimes we don't think we have that strength to do it, but you never know until you're in the midst of it that you have that strength and you can walk through it. And that's what I want people to see through the book. I want them to see that also through the show is to let them know you're not alone. You have a story. Your story is important, and it can be whole and beautiful on your way to your destination. You don't have to wait till you get there to say, oh, now things are good. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. love that. We don't have to wait. That's great. Yeah. Well, I, I, we appreciate having you on. And um, Andrea, any questions? Yeah. Um, I do have a question. I have a question. Um, all right. <laughs> First of all, Angie, I I really love the book cover to cover. I love the book, um, and I did want to ask you, and and we've kind of joked about it uh, a little bit because uh, one of the things Angie said when she first started her show, she talked about her whole and beautiful nation. And I, I would tease her and said, oh, you came on, you have a whole nation. I got one or two people, you got a nation. <laughs> uh, right now. <laughs> but I think that that it comes from Angie's desire to touch everyone that she can and mm-hmm. and let everybody know that, that we're kind of all in this together, that, that no man is an island kind of, of mm-hmm. uh, uh, posture or feeling about it. But Angie, I, I want to know, because a lot of people have journals and a lot of people put out devotionals and, and they're they're all written different ways. I love the way yours is, is written and positioned. But tell me why 
um, you think these journals and, well, you've explained yours in terms of the way that you selected the, um, the, the women that you talked about, but why do you think journaling and, and devotionals are so important or need to be important parts of our life? I think that um, a lot of times when we write things down, I know for myself when I write it out and I'm able to go back and look at it and read it, it helps me to see kind of like where I am. And Mm -hmm. it helps me to even to pace myself to see, okay, am I going towards where I want to go? And sometimes I'll go back and I'll look at a journal that I've written before and and, um, just to see – how I progress and how I move forward, or am I still going in that circle? Because a lot of my journals around the same time every year I started noticing, I was saying about the same thing. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, we need to break that because it's like mm-hmm. you go, you're going in this cycle. And so it mm-hmm. helped me to push forward and to go forward and say, okay, you can't go back down that road again. You got to go this way or you got to do something a little bit different. And sometimes it helps us a lot to write it down so that we see it because we run thoughts through our mind a lot. But if we write it down and we're able to, I know for me to look at it, it puts things in perspective and helps me to say, okay, you need to move from here to there or you need to do this now because you've done this or you need to break that cycle because you keep putting this same thing at this same time every year. Yep. So I think it's like mm-hmm. just a, um, a tool to help you grow and mm-hmm. to push you forward. Mm-hmm. You're right about that, too, because I know that I have sat down on occasion and gone through um, some of my journaling and writings, and I'll see a common thread, you know, through it, yeah. just like you're saying, from year after year, and you kind of sit and say, well, why why is this still an issue, or why why am I still handling this the same way, or am I handling it the same way? Is this right. still something that I need to to do to to either enhance this or get past this, you know? Right. And, and why is it it's still part of my life? So, I, I, yeah, I think I think that is is a very good thing, um, and I want to ask you too who who is your favorite who is your favorite character, mm-hmm. if you will, and why? Oh wow! Gotcha. One that sticks out to me is Rahab, mm-hmm. and I I like okay. Rahab because I like her story. Um, and because she was known as, as a harlot and known as, as being a prostitute and everything, but then I watched how she was she believed God anyway. And I thought mm-hmm. about her story and how people may have like been talking about her or saying things concerning her, but she stepped out in faith and believed God and then she ended up in the lineage of Jesus. So I was like, look at Rahab, you know. Um, and her story just encourages me because I'm like, because a lot of people, when we look at somebody maybe that would be in her position today, a lot of people would push mm-hmm. people to the side. They don't, 
they wouldn't talk to them or they were like, oh, look at their lifestyle, look at what they're doing. But through that, it was like God was able to move even in her life in the state she was in at that time because she believed, and then her whole life got changed because of that, because of that one decision to believe God and to trust that he was speaking to her to bring them in, to bring the spies in and to, and to cover them and to keep them and to send them out the right way so that they wouldn't get caught by the enemy. It, it, her story is just encouraging. It's like God can even work in that type of a situation. Mm-hmm. And you said, you said two words that are vital uh, in our lives, and that is one decision. One decision. It only takes one decision uh, that can just shift your life in in a dramatic way, in a dramatic way. And that that was powerful. I I just, Mm -hmm. yes, I I like that. And I like the fact that you refer to her as Rahab because most people refer to her her as Rahab the harlot. You know, Mm -hmm. if that was her name, you know. But the one decision that she made uh, put her in in the history books through the Word of God uh, like never before, and and yeah, yeah, I can I can see why Rehab would be a favorite. <laughs> what about you, Victoria? You got some questions for Miss Angie? Well, you know, I w- I have something to say. I was just too quiet, right? <laughs> yes, you definitely were. <laughs> well, you know, you you just you know that we are all journal people on the line with you, so um, yes. we just yes. love it. I, I just y'all know what I'm gonna say. Y'all know I'm gonna say get the book. Y'all know I'm gonna say get it, and I, I love it. I absolutely love it because it speaks to to women. And um, I want you to talk a little bit about one particular character, and this is gonna be a little teaser. Um, as as was stated before, there are women in this book who some of us may never have heard about. But as we, as women, we know we have different hats, we know we have different roles, and sometimes we have to channel that warrior woman, woman within, right? So I loved um, the one on page 50 who had to drum up her tenacity, and that's Rispa. Could you talk to us a little bit about her? Oh, Rispa, I love her too. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, like with Rispa, even going back and, and, and studying her and looking at what Rispa did, she, because she of her association with some with King Saul and um, mm-hmm. because she was associated with him, then they came after her sons and they killed her sons because King because of something King Saul did. And wow. the thing that spoke to me about Rispa is that she went out and even though her sons were hanging up and they were dead and then there were other sons that were there too. They were not hers, but she fought off animals and she fought off birds and different things to keep them from um, picking at their flesh, she was like, they're going to be brought down and they're going to be given their proper burial because these are king's kids. Okay. And that 
spoke to me. I was I love it because she just didn't stay out there like one day or two days. She stayed out there for months. And wow. the Bible says until rain began to fall. And it had been mm. months that she had been out there, but she would not give up. She kept fighting for the king's kids. And mm-hmm. it just told me that we need to this part is not even in the book, but we need to fight for for King's kids, we need to fight for each other. Yes. We need to cover each other. Amen. I look at Rizka as mm-hmm. being like an in- intercessor. She covered them and she prayed for them, even though it looked like it was dead. She was like, no, they're still going to be given a proper burial. And they were yes. in the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. And that, I think that's what I liked about her. You know, I think that in in this COVID, whole COVID environment, you know, I, I'm just going to speak for me. It's, it's sometimes it's, it's been a little frustrating, you know, and I like how in your book you put that uh, Rizzo's tenacity kept her going. Um, the taunting of others could have deterred her or even caused her to have a mental breakdown, but she stayed focused, committed to her goal through tiredness, fatigue, hurt, disappointment, and so many more emotions. She stood not wavering. And um, just like you said, you know, just have, we have to con- continue to uplift and cover each other without wavering. So I, I just, I just love. I'm telling y'all, listeners, y'all got to get it. Y'all got to get it. And I love how you, um, again, put uh, pages in there um, for people to to write their thoughts. And and uh, you had that one chapter on write your own story. But I'm like, I, I looked at it and I said, man, I'm gonna need about ten more pages. <laughs> I'm ten more pages. It's not enough time. <laughs> but, um, but, um, but I Victoria, just, just Victoria beautiful. needs a notebook with every journal. I, <laughs> <laughs> I get your own notebook, right? <laughs> so I might have to say, tell people that in my my journal. But it was just it's just a beautiful, beautiful book. Of, of the courageous women in the Bible, and I think that the listeners will will be very very surprised at some of our, our you know people we hear all the time, but to delve deeper into some of the stories of the women that we don't often hear of, and I, I just love that part. And um, um, Angela, do you have anything else in the works for after this? I have different things that um looking at and working on and writing here and writing there. And I still Mm -hmm. have all of my poems that I've written, like, over the years that I haven't done anything with. So I was thinking about compiling those and putting those together, but putting it together Mm -hmm. a little bit different. So we'll see. We'll see how things flow. (laughs) Well, tell our listeners where they can get um, this journal and any of your other work. They can go to Amazon, um, they can go to Barnes and Noble, and they can contact me, wholebeautiful at gmail.com, and um, I can also send them a copy. Um, And, yeah, that is it. And I'm on Facebook as Whole and Beautiful, and then also Angela Cooks Oliphant, and then my Instagram is wholebeautiful. Right. And and lastly, tell us, tell your listeners, our listeners, where they can listen to your show on ALH Broadcasting. When does Whole and Beautiful come on? Whole and Beautiful come on. Fridays at 7 p.m. I'll be on All every right. Friday at 7 p.m. 
All right. Thank you again for being with us. Oh, we have we always Thank enjoy you. you. So please, you you're gonna be back. Oh. I just have a feeling you're gonna be back with us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ruth, what do you what do you have your tip for tonight? Absolutely. So tonight we're going to talk about storytelling. Our quote comes from Muriel Rooksire, who said, the universe is made up of stories, not atoms. So no matter what the message is, we humans are drawn to stories. This is probably one of the most frequent questions I get um, as a publisher is how, how to write the book. You know, you have an idea you know what the story is, but where do you go from there? You know, we've talked about process here on the show. We've talked about outlines. And when it comes to stories, you know, you don't want to be restrained by, you know, formulas and stuff like that. But there are some rules to storytelling because it's the story that's going to draw the reader in. So let's Mm -hmm. talk about Pixar for just a second. You know, I am – a fan of this production company because they invest in their story. It doesn't matter what movie it is. And there are some movies of theirs that I don't like, but all of them are good. And I think that 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 is because of their storytelling. And they have their own rules for storytelling. And it goes like this. So step one, once upon a time there was A, and you fill in the blank. Every day... You fill in the blank. One day, you fill in the blank. Because of that, you fill in the blank. Because of that, you fill in the blank. And then (laughs) until finally, and that's where your story ends. So, And if you look at every one of their movies, their stories each follow those rules of storytelling, and they're able to tell a complete story, whether it's about a robot 700 years into the future or a mouse that enjoys cooking and eating. So, you know, it's, whatever you write, the story is paramount. And if you invest in that, you'll have readers who will invest in you. So that's our tip for tonight. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. I like that. Mm-hmm. Like that, like that. <laughs> so, <sighs> but yeah, so we we've come to the uh, end of our show, and I just want to say, um, just the angel of you, just want to thank you again for coming on, for sharing about your book, and for writing your book. Like we said, it's just it was an awesome experience, and I, it's our prayer that others will pick up your book and just be blessed by it. Amen. Thank you for Amen. inviting me. I had a great time. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, listeners, we also um, would like to announce our winner of the Blessing Book Library um, for November. Um, as you know, we asked our listeners to comment on the Facebook um, page with any during our broadcast, and we would we take down the names, and then we you know pick one out to be a winner of any of books that we have in our library. We've asked our authors to contribute. Any author we have had on the show contributes to the library. So our November winner is Miss Ida Batts. So Miss Ida Batts, please send an email. Yay! Send an email to authorsup at gmail.com, and we will reply back and let you know which books are available, and we will send that out to you from Authors Up. Amen. That's nice. 
That's nice. That's a, <laughs> that's a good treat. A good treat. Yes. Well, I thank you. I thank everybody for being with us uh, this evening. And, uh, Ruth, I thank you for your tips. You always give us mm-hmm. great, great tips, and I am very appreciative of them. We have uh, some special things on tap for you next week, next Sunday night, so we hope that you will come back and hope that you will be with us. And let me let me just suggest something, because I was sitting here thinking, and I know that there are some people uh, that study uh, the uh, women in the Bible and like to get stories uh, about and get books about different women in the Bible. And this is a wonderful, wonderful way to bless somebody. I mean, Christmas is coming. Mm-hmm. We want to give people Absolutely. gifts. And, you know, somebody just might be tired of getting slippers. Hey, you never know. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> we still got slippers from right. last year. But look, Even if they they get the slippers, they can put them on, sit in a chair, and and journal. Because this is is something really, really worthwhile that I think somebody will enjoy. So I know that I am going to uh, get two copies so that I can share uh, one with somebody for the holidays. So keep that in mind as Victoria, you hear Victoria's voice in your head going, get the book. Get the book. Get the book. So be thinking about that. But that is it for us for tonight here at Authors Up. And we have a great time on Sunday evenings, and we're glad that you think so and come back every week and and, uh, just enjoy life with us and enjoy the journey. So we will be here Sunday night at 7 p.m. Until then, this is Andrea Hines with Victoria Henderson Poole and Ruth Griffin. And there's never a dull moment here at Authors Up.